Hello and welcome to The Pulse, MVC's podcast to encourage and equip you for your journey of faith and to keep you in the loop on what's going on around the church. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 216 of The Pulse. David Miles here, and today I am finally sitting down with Pastor Pete again. Pastor Pete, it's been a while. I think maybe our last conversation was when Jace Broadhurst was on the podcast with us. I it's can't believe while. it's been that that long. That was during sabbatical, and I was only on for a moment, and yeah. I stepped back and let you two guys have a wonderful, in-depth conversation. I'd encourage folks to go back to that one. Yeah. But I'm delighted. Thank you for making time for me. And David, I want to officially say happy Pastor's Appreciation Month. Thank you, Pastor Pete. Happy Pastor's Appreciation Month to you as well. Oh, it's <laughs> it's a joy. David has blessed me with a gift. I just um, I'm touched. Sarah's off in Pennsylvania finishing retreat number two for yeah. her ordination process. The love of the pastor, those of us that are in leadership of our congregation, is is just palpable. How much care and affection we have from our people is very very special. And when we talk to other pastors and friends including Jace's in his own experience, compared to our church, boy, we have it so good. So good. I agree. Yeah, it is a huge blessing to be here, and it's a blessing to serve in the midst of some really exciting times. Some people have probably heard this idea of an impact initiative that we've teased. We are moving closer and closer to kind of revealing this to everyone. But Pastor Pete, would you mind giving a little bit of background information on what has led us up to this impact initiative? And then maybe we'll just kind of dip our toes in the water, talking about it a little bit. We're not going to let the whole cat out of the bag today, maybe, but maybe just a little teaser so people are excited and want to be here when we roll this whole thing out. Absolutely. Let's do a little timeline of how we've gotten uh, to the place where we are. And as you said, it's a little bit of a tease. People are still wondering, putting it together. Yeah. But it's been in the air for a while now. Yeah. Sort of like the delayed Bond movie. Three times they've delayed it. Like, it's out there, but when's it really coming? And, yeah. and so that's sort of what we're talking about with the We Are Family Impact Initiative. So let's go way back. Let's go back in the time machine. Do, 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 do. All the way back to 1983. The year of my birth. The year of David's birth. And then the Lord opened the heavens, <laughs> and David Miles was born, and the church was formed, meeting at the school across the street. And uh, in those early pioneer days with uh, Pastor Deal and Nancy moving here from Pennsylvania. Which, and, by the way, today is Pastor Dave's birthday, so a, a happy oh, birthday shout out to Pastor David. Happy birthday, Pastor Emeritus David Deal. That's, right. oh, that's, that's great. Yeah. Well, that vision of of planting a church in Maple Valley with the support of the uh, Presbytery of Seattle and moving across the street. And we've heard stories of Judy Goodwin and others, but she shared that story of walking across after church, uh, kids in tow yeah. with clippers to start cutting away brambles and preparing the, the place. So fast forward, the existing chapel was the sanctuary, the office wing, and so forth. And sometime in the mid to late 90s, plans for a major addition were born. Yeah, yeah, and even between that, we have the, the nursery nursery wing that was built in-house. Clark Hurlbut. That's right. An incredible, the Clark edition. Uh, the Clark edition, an incredible amount of work went into that, which is kind of that connecting wing between the original building and the new sanctuary that you're mentioning. So that's late right. 90s. Late 90s. I think in that time when they added that addition for nursery, that's 
probably when they did the house on the hill as well. Mm-hmm. Clark said that would let's let's try that. We need more room. Let's see if that could be used for Sunday school. It's been used for many different things. Mm-hmm. Late '90s and Stony Stone, uh, our um, our head elder running the architectural plans for where we are now, has informed us that sometime in the late '90s plans for um, the existing sanctuary, the, the main sanctuary as we would call it, uh, were formed. And we have architectural plans uh, from that period, from those uh, late 90s, early 2000s, uh, from the designs of five phases. It's really fun to look at. It really is. And yeah. they will be on display, everyone listening, they'll be on display uh, in the lobby this Sunday, October 17th. You can look at the almost like an artifact. It is, pretty uh, much so. From that time of the plans of five phases. So the first phase is outlined in red, and that's what we have existing. The, the walkway down there, the second floor classrooms, the sanctuary. But there were five phases. It included uh, a chapel and a choir room. I think phase seven, eight, and nine, there was a helipad maybe. I don't know, <laughs> things that they left off the, the chart. But the idea was, let's, let's go forth. Let's build this as the Lord gives us opportunity and as the church grows we can expand and they designed it in particular to have a third floor over the sanctuary so the original plans uh if you look at the the drawings show um, the preschool and sunday school classrooms over the sanctuary and then the existing um, sunday school wing turning into an office wing Mm -hmm. so there's already that plan in place right Right. Yeah, there's kind of a mindset of expansion, not just from a building standpoint, but being able to have greater impact in the community of having more space to invite people in to experience ministry and connecting community. And that really is very much at the heart of what this impact initiative is about. And it has led to a lot of the steps that we've taken over the years that have kind of predated the things that we're doing now. Um, and you landed really here exciting. just over 10 years ago, about 10 and a half years ago. And, yeah. Right. And, yeah. and but at that time, the sense was we're, we're not in a position, we still have the original debt, the church growth is in a trajectory that right now it's time to go with these additional phases, but let's go deeper in other ways and let's mm-hmm. continue our focus on home groups, small groups, and, and all the like. But the intention always was, if the Lord makes the way clear, and if there's that need, that urgency of the gospel to, to go forth, we would build. So let's get to 2017. I'm not even in the picture yet. What was yeah. happening? We had just, just wrapped up Gen to Gen. Gen to Gen was this opportunity to <clears throat> refresh the facility, to retire debt. And that was really a commitment that we made. We want to be able to do ministry right now, but for generations to come. And we want to position the church in such a way that we can make an investment in new areas of ministry moving forward, which was why making sure our facility was well stewarded stewarded that was a value and also paying down that mortgage so that we could no longer have to pay that we could free up those funds to invest in something new so that was really key we also started looking at our missional language talking about who we are as a church uh, the mission study prior to you coming who are we what do we believe god is calling us to Um, what is the mission of mvc and so that was a really huge and i think defining season to kind of clarify who we are so that we can make decisions moving forward that are in alignment with that mission. One, one of the main things I fell in love with about our church was all of that work that had been done to define the very things you're speaking. Of. That was what my doctorate program was, was about. I thought I'm going to land in a new church and we're going to be, begin. Oh wait, no, here's what we 
we've discerned here it yeah. is. Here are the things that we value. Here are the things we believe God's calling us to. The blueprints were right there. Mm-hmm. So you have this, the history, the plans, uh, physically what's happening, but then spiritually, the DNA of the church, it's set, it's solidified. And when I arrived in a way, I was just hitting the green light on many things to proceed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was, I landed uh, football, what was it, Super Bowl Sunday in February of 2018. Mm-hmm. March, we had our first uh, meeting where we really started to talk about a 2020 vision. Where yeah. do we want to be uh, two years from now in plans for a 2020 vision and that I- idea of ideal eyesight, where would the Lord have us? Right. That was uh, 2018, all of that year, uh, loving the church and then listening carefully. I remember in, in uh, winter of 2019, mm-hmm. bringing out the same designs that we're going to be looking at this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Where, where does the Lord have us? We had listening sessions where we invited um, Kevin and partners to, to gather for prayer, discernment, and listening sessions, conversations. That led to... Uh, the We Are Family uh, plans that yeah. were rolled out by that by that fall, twenty nineteen. Yep. We Are Family. How did we arrive at that? You did you? I think we all talked about that. That was a that was an idea that we all I collectively think we all kind of collectively landed on. So we designed the T shirt, the logo, it all sort of came yep. together, and we put it in everyone's hands the twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty five vision and mission plan. It was yeah. a five year plan. Many of those things are already happening, mm-hmm. expanding of small groups. Many of those things are exciting new ventures, like FAM, the Foster and Adoption Ministry. Yep. Uh, some of the things haven't happened yet. We haven't gone to India to Asher House mm-hmm. yet this Sunday. Rob and Jess will be giving us an update. Yep. But the centerpiece of it has to do with the impact initiative of finishing off the plans we had to expand and to yep. really be a very urgent need for more uh, more usable space uh, on our campus. Yeah, and last week I kind of talked about the difference between just a capital campaign and an impact initiative. We really think that language is important. It's not just about raising funds and building a bigger building. It's about positioning ourselves to have greater kingdom impact and, and doing that in a way that creates a place for everyone, doing that in a way that allows us to meet some of the very practical and tangible needs in the community while at the same time proclaiming the good news of the gospel. You, That's exciting. You, you you nailed that definite. I was listening. I was doing yard work. I was burning weeds with my. There you go. Look, got a torch, torch thing. Nice. We got the torch thing. And I'm listening. I'm like yes, yes. Gabe is exactly right. We want to know: Is this the Lord's will? And so, how do we do that? Mm-hmm. We look at. Uh, uh, we discern: Is this of the Lord? Is it line up with, with Scripture? Is there unity in the body? Mm-hmm. Is there a real need? What are our ministry partners saying? And time and again, it's just green light, green light, green light. But then you wait for the the big aha, laugh out loud. God's really making it clear. And for us, that was being able to say that we're debt free. Yeah. And that happened sooner than we anticipated. Two and a half years sooner. Yeah. We're, we were, I was thinking of all kinds of ways. Well, maybe we could announce that we're debt free as we're cutting the ribbon and going into a new building or breaking ground. It just, Lord, is there some way that we could take this big weight off? I know the congregation wants to see that Mm -hmm. retired before we do something new. Right. And the Lord uh, made that possible through the generosity of our 
of our uh, covenant partners, through uh, sound stewardship plan of our elders, and then God's provision in some unique ways through COVID. That, uh, yeah, that's the thing. This is all in the midst of yeah. COVID, of not having services in person for months, of people you know, having to deal with job circumstances and all kinds of different things. God still provided in such a way that we were able to pay that off two and a half years early, which is truly amazing. So I started by saying how, how much our congregation is, uh, loves us as pastors, supports our, our whole team, all mm-hmm. of our directors. It also is an extremely generous church yeah. and a mission-minded uh, congregation. Uh, and, and that's just proving to be true. As we begin to, uh, as David's been saying, we're, we're rolling out this information, we're teasing it. Really on October 24th is when it's gonna go live and public yep. All the information will be distributed. There will be uh, information in the service of uh, video that you're making. Mm-hmm. There'll be folks around to help answer questions, the website, and all of this has been in-house. Uh, all the plans between the team you're working with directly with, uh, with Stoney mm-hmm. and Gordon Mormon, who's been building hospitals for 30 years in Seattle, and Rob Rudenhill and that whole team, and then Natasha, uh, who's leading her incredible team of communication plans, all of it being done in-house. We didn't go out and hire some you know, fancy, slick promotion company. We didn't promise anyone any kind of you know, 3% of whatever is, is raised. We said, let's, let's come together. Let's rally the resources we have in this generous, mission-minded, loving church. Yeah. And here we are. We're just about to, uh, to have our big unveiling. Yeah, and I, I think you speak to something that's really important, the fact that we that God has assembled people in this place to navigate this process. You've been through, just to use the term capital campaigns before, I helped navigate through Gen to Gen, the people that you've mentioned on our teams, Whitney Hall, the other people on our, yeah, yeah, on yeah. our communication team. These are people that have experience and knowledge in these sorts of things, in the Colossians. Um, these are people that are in-house that God has assembled here at this moment in this period of time to walk through this process so that we're not having to go out and spend tens of thousands of dollars on you know an outside firm because there's experience in-house with all of this which is fantastic i'm already on sabbatical and they're they're having a meeting and cammy starts sketching cammy wright our director of of kid venture Mm -hmm. she's got a whole another full-time job but then she she has incredible gifts in communication She's sketching out and, and she shares with the team, as everyone's talking about what this looks like, the logo of what yeah. uh, all of this will look like. In-house. Yep. In the middle of the night, Lisi wakes up. Lisi McLaughlin and she and Doug are, are, are on the team. And she's just praying about, Lord, what, what is, what, what, how is this all fitting together? And she said, you know, there's something here for everyone. This plan that we're coming up with, it's not going to just serve one aspect of our community. It's really going to touch everyone. And she said, you know... It's as if there's a place for everyone. Yeah. Boom. Light bulbs go off. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm getting chills just thinking about how all these things are connecting together. It's really exciting. And as, as we've had some preliminary conversations with people in the church about this, to hear the excitement and to see the excitement is really wonderful. This last Sunday, we had our Next You class. And so I gave a tour of the facility to people who were in that class. And I kind of did a little bit of this, kind of teasing this out a little bit for them. And uh, just to watch... The excitement and and to see people several of these people are new to the church see the excitement that they have about the direction that god is leading mvc 
it just feels good to know that people um, understand that there is so much more impact that we can have and that the church is trying to be faithful to what God has placed before us. In this community, we talk about the preschool and these elementary schools as our Jerusalem. This is our immediate context for ministry and wanting to love and serve well here. It's really exciting. I want to say two two more things yeah. about that excitement. Number one, as you're leading uh, next to you and inviting folks to, to become a part of our church, you were struggling to find a place to meet. Yeah. And after you yeah. went on that tour, you came back to find all the middle schoolers in that room. Yeah. So there is a real urgent need. Our, our facility, we're just on top of one another. Right now, we're <laughs> tucked away in a little office to try to find a quiet place to record. So that's number one. Number yeah. two, back to the founding of, of, of this church and uh, Pastor Deal's uh, birthday, 1983. We're coming up our 40th anniversary in yeah. 2023. This is a long process that we're looking at. We're embarking on still months ahead for detailed plans of, of, of the architecture mm-hmm. and then permitting process. But what an exciting time. And 2023, now looking out you know, from this point, we will see COVID's far in the rearview mirror. Things have shifted and changed, but the need will only be greater. For sure. And uh, the, the need to truly recover and the need to be a city on a hill uh, and salt and light I think we're just going to see even a greater need for gospel-centered ministry. Yeah. And we have the opportunity to be a part of that here and with our partners in ministry. So I look I forward to uh, to many more Octobers of Pastor Appreciation Months to celebrate with That's you. That's right. That's uh, right. Sarah and our team. This is an exciting season. We are so thrilled to roll this out. Um, we encourage you to come to be with us in person It is great to have a live stream. It's great to be able to watch online, but there's nothing like being together with the body. And so we encourage you to start coming back, to be here with us in person, to worship, and to hear about all that God has in store for us in the weeks and months and certainly years to come. I want to thank you so much for listening to The Pulse this week. Pastor Pete, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Happy Pastor Appreciation Month. I appreciate you too. Those of you listening, we appreciate you, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.